broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Keith Pointer. And welcome in. It's a uh, it's a Tuesday. I am home. Um, I was planning on being there with Keith, but then... You know, sometimes you, when you get sick, you're not quite sure where you got it. I mean, sometimes I know exactly where I got it, and I'll detail that. So welcome in. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, St. X class of 1991, full yes. representing. Yeah. So how are you? Not well, I yes. guess. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll – and you know this goes. I mean, generally, like, a lot of times you do this, and it starts to get better. Now, I don't know about the connection. I'm a little worried about that at the moment, but – so you guys got to be honest with me, but is it, is it doing okay here, or how are we doing? No, you sound fine. Sounds good okay. to me. Yeah. Okay, good. And I'm not the blanket baker. I, I can actually tell when you don't yeah. sound good. Like, yeah, it's a bathroom. You yeah, know. yeah. Like, yeah, if you if you sound like you're in a coat closet, I'll let you know. But thank no. you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> speaking of blanket baker, I was able to eat. I got a gift that I'll talk about later in the show that's absolutely hysterical uh, to everybody that, that listens to this show. Blanket Baker, I was in on it. So um, we'll do that. But no, I was I was flying back on on Sunday. I get times of change, you know, and, you know, it's not it's not COVID. We're all covering up masks. You're not mass shaming people. And, I, and I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. If you wear a mask, fine. You don't find don't care. Um, but what I would like people to do is cover their damn mouth when they cough. You know, like, don't just, like, see if you how high you can shoot the particles into the air. I mean, think about putting your, I don't know, elbow, hands. I'll settle for anything. Yeah. I mean, there, there were three people behind me that I, it was like a contest to see which one could have the nastiest sounding cough with nothing in the way of it. You know, I'd, so I'm not, you know, we went too far during COVID, a lot of people's opinions, mine included, but whatever. I'm not here to debate that. Should we co- I mean, should cover your damn mouth when you cough? Yeah, I mean, I think it at least brought some common decency you know it, it brought it to the forefront i mean you were more afraid of coughing in public than you were of anything else i mean you know it's like oh, yeah because everyone looks at you like and you're like no i'm, I'm really i'm not sick or I, just it, right it's just a tickle you know so you you felt you felt bad about it but uh yeah so i mean i remember right. being at an at an the start of, of the it was starting you're starting to hear about it and i was overcoming a cough and you know i mean i if you're overcoming a cough and you're on a treadmill you know and you catch a cough while you're working out it's gonna be bad yeah right i mean it, you, it's gonna be and then these two people left they were looking at me and they left and i'm like right, you think i'd be actually sick and running on the treadmill i mean this is what you know yeah. but no i know exactly <clears throat> they had kids i was fine with you know the kids just hacking everywhere because you're doing your no, I mean we can talk about parenting, but okay, they're kids, fine, whatever. But the parents, yeah, cover your mouth and yeah. don't try to hit the the ceiling. You know, <laughs> well, I've heard that phrase in a while. It, it, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, an oldie but a goodie. Well, mm-hmm. in in full transparency, in full transparency, because I told you I would tell you if it sounded bad. Yeah, you sound fine, but occasionally you'll drop out. So if, if we yeah. if we miss something, we'll just. But you know that just one. Yeah, let you know. I couldn't tell if it was like. If you have a cough button over there or what, but no, I don't have a cough button. It's okay. just, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a glitch. It's, it's just, everything's very tense. The I rig sometimes, but yeah. that's, um, we've had, we've had a, a run of tech issues here in the last few days. So, well, uh, we are fixing them. We are working on these things. We will, we will be better. I promise. <laughs> it's just, well, uh, I didn't know I was going to wake up in the middle of the night and just, and you know, it's still, I, I, the sleeping gods, man, they're cruel. Like they won't let you sleep all night, but the, they'll let you when that alarm's going to go off like bam out like a light yeah 
No, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'll, I'll wake up at 2.30, and then, you know, I'll be awake until 4.45 until I fall off, and then, you know, at 10 after 5 or whatever, the alarm goes off. It's like, oh, man, I was just, I was just, just in it, but yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got um, plenty to get to here. <clears throat> we'll have Lloyd Gardner, 745. We'll do some trivia. I think that's all we have for now. Um, you never know who, who might text me and say, hey, let me hop on the show. I'm always... I'm always down with that. Um, so, so we've got that going on um, with uh, with Keith um, uh, here. I've, I've, I don't know. Did you get to listen to the um, um, the pain show at all last night, or are these clips that we'll play at some point here gonna gonna just spin your head into orbit? No, they're just gonna spin my head into orbit. Okay. It's it'll be a fresh listen and and no and just off the cuff analysis. How about that? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like. As I listen to Paul, and Paul is so great at these shows. I mean, that's what I've learned, particularly in the last two to three years, that he gets answers out of Kenny that explain some things quite well. And if the team were good, he'd be fascinated by it. Yeah. You'd be like, wow, that's really cool. That's how they do it. Instead of these, it's like, well, they didn't do this. They're supposed to do that. And this is how the hedge does. You know, it's like. Okay, well, they're just not they're not doing anything. You tell them, I guess. Well, knowledge does not equate to teaching, right? Like, I mean, like you can yeah. know how to do whatever it is that you do, and oftentimes when we know how to do something, we. For, I, I think I remember Joe Crow at Saint X told us. Uh, he said, "When you know how to do something, you forget what it's like not to know how to do it." You know, yeah. and, and and so there are a lot of things I think that you can just sort of overlook. And then there's a lot of things that just deal with motivation. I mean, you got to get the guys motivated to do what it is that you that you ask them or you expect them to do. And it seems like he has failed at that for two years now. Yeah, and you know Duke coming to town tonight. It's just not. It's, I just hate not being like pumped up for to seeing the Duke you know mascot uniforms because there's still an aura about them. There's very few college teams with an aura, they, and they've got it. Carolina has it. They have it. Um, in Kentucky, although I don't think Kentucky is as much here, they're just a rival. It's not the aura, you know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look, they own a rival. I don't need anybody texting. Oh, I own you guys. Like we know, we yeah, know, we got it. But you know what I'm saying? Like Duke, may, maybe not as much without Shashevsky, but I don't know those uniforms. Yeah, no, it's it's a brand that is recognizable, and and everyone kind of has a, an, an instant respect. You know, Duke, Kansas, you know, and and not here in 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 this. 10 foot of space you know with the louisville fans but you know that kentucky does have that brand they have that cachet when they walk into any arena in the in the united states that's why it's sold out well in advance and there are lines to get in and, and all that so kentucky has it we just don't want necessarily want to acknowledge it and the, the 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 crummiest part about this year is i can't even hate this kentucky team they're really really right. good and they're kind of likable i mean you know it's like well, I mean, so maybe I'm just maybe I'm just uh, in my old age becoming less of a curmudgeon as it relates to the, the University of Kentucky. But I, uh, you know, I don't know. You're being pretty weird. good at being a curmudgeon in most things. Yeah, well, you know, there's that. that I mean, you know. There, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I mean, we can do so. We could talk about that. The um, DePaul fires its coach yesterday. Wasn't that interesting? I only yeah. got to that sent to me about fifty times. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, everyone's like, well, clearly DePaul takes basketball more seriously than, than, than Louisville does, you know. But. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the thing is, like, they have somebody on. I assume that the guy that took over was. Right. I mean, that's the difference between there and here. I mean, I'm assuming that. Am I, am I right on that or am I wrong on that? I was, you cut out. You said the guy that took over was what? I mean, he's an, he was an assistant. He was on staff, right? Yeah, I think I think that's right. 
Yeah, yeah that's yeah. And that's the difference. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, we don't really have that here. No, you don't. I mean, other than the fact that it's the best staff in America, and I don't understand the question. Um, right, my man. <laughs> was it my? Was it he throwing at my man? I, he, there? What he, was it? He may have. I, I yeah. I just I just remember. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't I don't understand the question. Yeah. So yeah, that's the problem that you don't understand the question, and it's just you know it's you, you get the explanations that are just you know here I'll just play this because this is um, sort of the you know they had a show at. Um, the Keeper Center last night, corporate show. And you know, some of the corporate partners, uh, you know, they get their own you know, private show at, um, at the Keeper Center. Uh, and Stockton Mortgage was last night. And so the first question from the crowd uh, after they did some, a really good segment um, off the top was the greatest hits lines. Here you go. Number 22-minute 20, mark. Here's the first one. It comes from Tyra, who asks, how would you describe your coaching style? Uh, I would say I'm very demanding. Um, I push guys, but I, I try to do it with love, uh, knowing that the reality of this situation for me is um, I came here because I love Louisville, right? So it was like my dream situation to come back home, to be a part of a place where I grew up and help rebuild this program back to where it was when I was here, before me, a little bit after me. That's why I came here. Um, I knew it would be hard. Um, Wish it wasn't this hard, but it's been hard. Uh, But there are things about it that um, you can have a style, a way that you want to coach. But then when you get in the job and you see what it is and see all the obstacles that you have to overcome, you have to adjust to those obstacles. So uh, just as an example, when I get here, um, the country was saying we were going to get the death penalty. (laughs) So I wasn't able to go out and recruit players the same way other schools could. So I had to deal with that. And not that that's an excuse, but... Can you imagine talking to a kid and the kid says, are you getting the death penalty? And you can't answer. And we sometimes forget that um, we didn't even find out the results of that till November, <laughs> right before the season started. So that wasn't that long ago. And since then, it's been like constant trying to figure out what to clean up, how to clean it up, how to build this, how to get these young people to believe um, in what we're doing and how we're doing. I feel like we're headed in the right direction. So, um, and when I say that, we want to win. <laughs> but we also want to build it the right way. Hopefully that. Do you even remember what the question was? Yeah, describe your coaching philosophy. And you know, that, no, it wasn't even that. Your coaching style. Style. Okay, yeah. And, and, and then he just hits album. That's that's the first time it sounded like a guy trying to campaign for his job because that's last year's hits. Well, you know, in that answer, I go from feeling kind of genuinely bad for him because he sounds like you know, is my dream. I love this place. I grew up here. All of those things. And you're like, man, this is can you imagine having your dream turn to absolute crap, you know, in in a very short period of time? Not that it wasn't his, not that he didn't have a hand in it. So I feel sorry for him with respect to that. And then he goes into all of this diatribe about all the things that we've heard for, you know, a year and a half. And and, and I get angry again. So, yeah. And and the the death 
rewriting history. Everybody was concerned they'd get a tournament ban. Right. I wasn't concerned they'd get a death penalty. And if other teams were saying that, it's your job to tell them that's BS. Worst right. case, we're getting a getting a tournament ban. We're not getting a death penalty. They haven't given the death penalty in God knows how long. All right, so that's that's a myth. And that, you know, and he, I think he was shocked that people used that against him in recruiting. Thought these guys were his friends. They're not your friends. Right. Cutthroat business, man. Well, I mean, you win or you get fired. I mean, and and everyone out there, yeah. you know. It, understands that you know and i just don't sense you know he's like well, of course we want to win ha 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 you know no man yeah. I mean, no that's not funny yeah. when you hear the other when you hear the other coaches who get genuinely disgusted and it makes them sick i mean about losing whether it's by one or whether it's by 21 you know and then you get a guy that just sort of like yeah well yeah we'd like to win well then i mean nothing that you're doing manifests that not one thing yeah Mm. Yeah, I, it's no that when I, so I told you I texted you guys off when you see this because it's it's not that they weren't getting the death penalty there was that was being used against them or people were trying to say that and that's when you say well that's a myth and you move on and you and you go around I I grant it was hard to get play I grant you know I can absolutely agree that the threat of a NCAA tournament ban cost them players absolutely totally agree with that. Well, yeah, they were talking about. But here's the thing. I mean, it didn't cost Chris. I mean, Chris Mack had that team ranked number one in the nation, and there was a heck of a lot more uncertainty around the Chris Mack situation. You know, when he took that job, you know, because yeah. that was all. All of that was out in front of him, and 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 he didn't have. He didn't use that as a crutch. Now he got guys that maybe you weren't necessarily super excited about. You're like, who the hell is Christian Cunningham? You know, mm-hmm. but turned out he was pretty serviceable and good player. You know, I mean, he got he he and he coached up the talent that he had. The difference is Kenny's recruiting like he's at UK, and he's not getting the talent like he got at UK. And, and even when he got this year's class, which we thought he won the summer, turns out that was a lie. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's none of none of the things that you've been sold have come to fruition. And and. You know, so now, now you're just left looking at it, and it's 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 a mess. And it, part of me feels really sorry for him, and part of me is like he's going to be fine. <laughs> and, and I'm really yeah. angry about the state that we find ourselves. Well, in. Well, but that's that's like the first. Well, I should say the first time, but it's the most. That just sounded like a guy campaigning for his job. You know, teams like campaigning for the playoff spots. Yeah. You know that that sounded like that when the question was, "What is your style of play?" and it goes into the death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like what? Yeah, I'm sure. The- okay. Uh, well, didn't, no, didn't see that coming. And, and he's talking about. I think we're getting closer. You just got run by 25 to a yeah. Wake Forest team who, while that show was going on, was getting run by 20. You know. Uh, yeah. So it's it's like, you know, the high water marks for Louisville are close losses against teams that we don't know whether they're good or not. You know, Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, the win against Miami. Which and looks to be down the tank. Yeah, 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 it looks like that sucked. And you know, we played North Carolina kind of tough. You know, and they were the number three or four ranked team in the nation. And, and I mean, that's not the standard. I mean, you've got to win some of those games, um, and you've got to and you've got to bury the teams that you're supposed to bury. I mean, that's the other part of it. I mean, when you look at Cincinnati playing Kansas last night, and you look at their record, maybe they're thirteen and five or whatever they are, and you think, well, that's that's a respectable record. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how tough their competition is. Well, the answer is it was tougher than whatever Louisville's played. You know, when I was trying to do that analysis on the treadmill, I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know who they beat or whatever. I'm like, I promise you, they would have beaten the teams that Louisville lost to. 
Yeah. So I, it's it's just that I'm just I was almost again a little bit speechless with that. Paul did a great job in the first segment as well. Uh, we go to that one about the nine thirty mark, guys. I don't know how we have it numbered, but um, you know that stretch of nine ten minutes, whatever it was, where they you know didn't uh, there wasn't. Um, Paul asked, hey, did you think about calling a timeout? <laughs> did you ever consider calling a timeout or having somebody foul to stop it? Or did you just, uh, I, it got to the point where I was saying, how long can this go? <laughs> I thought I'd play a nonstop half. For me, I wanted it to continue to go, other than my son was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> um, but I wanted it to go because it's everything that I preach about basketball. The best teams, the best players are going to be the best conditioned athletes. And so what happens is when you play in a stretch like that and it's constant back and forth, you learn a lot about who you are, but you also learn about who they are. And so their big guy, who's really a good player, you can see him loosening up where he was like, oh, my God, this is going to go on forever. I don't know if I can keep up. And I like seeing the other team's players, I don't want to say falter to fatigue, but to feel the pace of the game and to continue to play, um, it separates players and teams. So within the same sentence there, he starts out with, well, Zan wasn't handling it very well, but I want to just keep going with it. I, I just, it's just, it, we're going to look back and hear some of these quotes years from now and be like, they said, what? I'm sorry. What'd they say? Yeah. What do you say? Well, I mean, and, and I genuinely do feel kind of bad for Zan because I mean, Hell, who knows if you're going to start? Who knows if you're going to play? I mean, you yeah, can, yeah maybe. Other than about three or four of them, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, we know that we know that Mike James is going to play, we pray, you know, and we know yeah. that Brandon Huntley-Hatfield is going to play, but I mean, there are a handful of guys out there that could play 20 minutes and they could play two minutes or no minutes. Yeah. I mean, I'm fully expecting was Aiden McCool to be starting at some point in the season. I mean, you know, and um, yeah, it's there's just no rhyme or reason for it i mean it's like yeah. if there was anything that you could hang your hat on i was thinking about this i had a friend of mine yesterday ask me he said what would you have them do differently and he challenged me he said you're just so irrationally angry with kenny Payne that you can't you can't even get around that and he's probably right you know but i didn't acknowledge Because he wanted to know what what was his question well his you? question was what would you have him do differently and I, and 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 win games. What do well, you do? I mean, like, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. But he's his, turn this into the riddle of the Sphinx here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, his point is like you know he's telling these guys what to do, and they're they're not doing it. He says, "Hey, I'm telling them to do this, and they won't do it. So what do you do differently?" And I said, "Then you put people in that will do what you say, and I don't care if they suck. You put them in. If they'll put forth effort, then they play. And if their best effort isn't as good as some of these other guys' half effort." I don't care. They're giving their best effort. They will play. And, you know, they don't have an identity. He hasn't had an identity yep. in two years. You know, with Patino's teams, you knew it was going to be defense. We we're going to chart deflections. Yep. With Max teams, it was road kills. We're going to get three stops in a row. You know, with, you know, when Patino coached at Providence or at Kentucky, we're going to shoot more three pointers. Loyola Marymount played no defense, but they ran like hell and they scored 140 points. Whatever you want to hang your yep. hat on, do it. If you can see progress in losses, and we're smart enough to know, we look, we were rationalizing progress, you know, uh, even before the Miami game, and right. even in losses after. So we we can rationalize progress if we see a plan. I guess I would answer that question of, uh, I wanted to see if we're losing around here, what are we building? 
never felt like there's one thing that, okay, they lost the game, but they're building towards this. They don't have the bodies right now, but but there's clearly a plan, and when they get, you know, next recruiting class in, they'll be better at doing what they're trying to do. They just don't have the, you know, the talent to do it right now, or they don't have enough talent to do it. Never once do you say that here, because we don't have any idea what they're doing. Well, and, and he's, the number one thing that you hear after, they don't ever, no, they don't, but the one thing you hear after, you know, after the games is, I want fight. I want them to fight. I want them to fight. You know, and so it's like, you hear that so much, you think that it's a boxing team. And and it's yeah. like, you know, there's nobody that has that mentality anyway. I mean, Bobby Huggins, Cincinnati teams, they would fight. And 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 you were genuine. I mean, I we had guys that were scared of those dudes. I mean, maybe they weren't. They mm-hmm. would that might not want to have admitted it. But I mean, in Cincinnati, when Jason Maxiel or Kenyon Martin and you know uh, Hicks, they all walked in. You're like, okay, that's a tough group of guys, and and they brought a presence about them. They weren't a blue blood. They weren't a name brand like that. But they had that aura about them, you know. And and we don't have anybody like that. I, like, no. we we don't have anybody I mean, if you want it you'll just take it from them and that's that's how well it's I mean, the fact that i didn't even realize yesterday they don't have captains that was that was sort of like a um, eye-opener for me yeah um it, i was like wait a minute they don't they don't they don't have captains um and and again it's it that goes back to the well i told him this i told Okay, it's like Nate Park Gates. He's got a got a great line about you know his wife. You know says, you know she. Let me get this straight. You're batting a thousand, and I'm just over. Yeah. You know I've never once gotten it right. That's right. You know like uh, it seems like every time. Well, I told him this. Well, maybe tell him differently. But yeah. it's it's that sounded like a guy fighting, um, making excuses, campaigning for his job, not fighting for his job, campaigning for his job. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, the way to fight for your job is to win games. Yeah. But, or I mean, you know the standard's not close losses it's not that said that said you can't act like we're getting better when you just got drugged by 25 to a wake forest team that may or may not make the tournament i mean right now it looks like duke and unc are the two teams that are going to make the tournament Mm -hmm. in the acc that are locked and and everybody else is is kind of fighting for a spot i I don't wake forest is probably the next best team up there that, that might get it but there's no guarantee and so if they're if they're a borderline tournament team and they drug you by 25 you yeah. know and in a game that as they say in a game that wasn't that close you know how how do we see that as progress you know no it's 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 not and we and we are look again last week last couple of weeks was a pretty good example of fans saying okay this this was probably if we'd seen this all along we'd probably feel a lot differently about this and uh, and, and then all of a sudden you have the Wake Forest game that is just absolutely you know uh, you know, his answers last night about, well, you know, uh, Forbes told me after the game, you know, man, they, oh, they were shooting the lights out. It was a you know, shooting exhibition of the season. And it's like, well, yeah, like, because you allowed that to happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, you think after the 10th three-pointer in the first half that you would tell guys, I, I don't care if you don't go inside the three-point line. They're not hitting another three. Right. No. I mean – Oh, I, I, I hate to like I said I hate I said yesterday I hate to do it I, I keep going back to it. Rick Pitino's head would have popped off his shoulders he would have died on the court you know yeah I don't feel bad I'm, I'm old. well Rick Pitino would have done this I feel like we get shamed when we do that all we know are the coaches that have been here before and right. seen what they have done Denny Crumb same way like that's what they I mean I, I, just, I don't know why that's like so taboo oh well you got to bring Rick into well he was pretty good he was ex- you know, yeah he was exhibit A you know <laughs> Last I checked, um, and so yeah, well, there we go. I mean, that's where we are. That's where we are. So that's a way to uplift you on a uh, 
on, on a Tuesday. But, I mean, as they get ready to play Duke, can't you feel the, the, the jump in the building? I, I do think it's actually going to be a good crowd because people ask me, um, our, our, our corporate partners ask weeks out for these tickets. So, hmm. Well, maybe. I, 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 I'll watch it'll, it. It'll be better than Wake if it were Wake Forest, I guess. So, I so programming note, is it a 7 o'clock game or a 9 o'clock tip? It is a 7 o'clock game, 5.30 okay. pregame. Okay. So I will, I will find myself on the treadmill watching that, and, and, and it causes a good chuckle most of the time. So that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, but then the post game, like you say, you wait for the post game. It's a fourteen point spread, by the way, uh, in tonight's game. Oh, you, uh, yeah, no, they're 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 blowing way past that. I don't know. I'm done betting on this team either way. Yeah, you know, I mean that's fair. That's that's it, adds it warps to your opinion of it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it warps your opinion even more. So you know, like talking about how they well they played offensively. They did not hit their team total over under for the for Vegas. I mean, they were the over under was 68 and a half. They had 65. They had a good first 15 minutes of offense. Yeah. And it gets translated into we had a good game offensively. Go look at that second half and tell me that's good offense. It wasn't. Well, I told you yesterday, I, I didn't hear, I didn't see any of it, so I got to listen to Paul. And Paul and, and Jody did a great job of, of painting a masterpiece where it looked like a, you know, a, a crime scene. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, that they weren't, they weren't, you know, they weren't like Baghdad Bob, like there's nothing to see here, but they just weren't, right. they just weren't ugly about it. I mean, and they're pros. Sure. And so that, that's to be expected. But man, when you, when you go back and look at some of the things that they were calling and they were just, you know, and he hit another one and he, hit, yep, no, that one's good. It's, of yeah. course they're good. They're not that hard of a shot. I mean, and, and if you're not being defended and you're pretty good at it, then you're going to hit 18 out of 35. So and that's what they do. It's not like there was a sneak. It wasn't like he tricked him. It wasn't right. like Indiana, you know. Well, and, and North Carolina didn't have, a, didn't have a hard time running them off the three point line last night. I mean, they didn't. No. They didn't score anywhere near eighteen three pointers against North Carolina last night. So, yeah. You know. Let's um, let's get a call and let's go to Steve. I'll try to get my computer up and running here. We can do the, get to the text line maybe in the next segment. Uh, Steve, welcome and good morning. Good morning, Drew. How are you today? Hey, hey, Steve. L- listen, Jane, uh, Jeff Lightsey Jr. hit it right on the head Saturday. He said, "Don't tell me this system was broken. Don't tell me the team was broken." He said, "We just come off a twenty nine and two record, and you know you had." Paget almost taken him to the tournament, and he 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 really uh, had had a great take concerning Kenny Payne saying that this well this was just his first year this year, and I guess the other oh. question is where are all these recruits either freshmen uh, or seniors in high school or from the portal where are they all at I, I don't think he's got anybody does he well the high school class has has zero in it I mean right. with with in fairness with transfers unless it's like you know somebody has you know quit their team you're not going to be able to you know have any idea who it is last year because you know he quit the team uh or whatever going on there but um you know i that that'll have to happen you know on uh, transfer monday uh after uh after the you know conference tournaments and uh, selection sunday but yeah no there's zero high school recruits in the, in the next class none yeah no I, and and I, <laughs> You know, one of my tweets over the weekend is when someone mentioned that Louisville is the only, you know, power six, I guess they're expanding it for basketball. You know, they're the only power six team that does not have a committed high or signed high school recruit. The only one. Are you serious? I didn't even. Only one. Out of all of them. Siri, show me the one who doesn't have who doesn't have, doesn't have a recruit. And I saw that us. too. Yeah, you know, and so uh, you know, it's like, wow, show me quiet quitting. That's what that looks like. I mean, it's like you got to have somebody, you know. And then you want to dangle Carter Knox out there. 
take a page out of Mark Ennis' book. If, if Carter Knox comes to Louisville, I'll eat a live animal on the air. I mean, that ain't happening, you know? So... No, and and I'm sorry, that doesn't mean you're keeping some guy's job because of that. Because, again, there's no guarantee that guy no, – no high school player is worth the future of your program. You're not betting everything you have on one player. And, again, there's no evidence that he would improve, fit in, or even make it to campus. Right. You know, to see flowers. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating, and and it's like now we're we're all, we're right on the cusp of it. And to the extent that you thought it was broken, you get paid a lot of money to fix things. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like going to a, it's like being a teacher, and you go to a school that that, that doesn't have good results, and, and you're like, yeah, these guys they they never have learned what. Well, you're you're supposed to fix that, you know. And when you don't fix that, you don't get to teach here anymore. So, you know, I, yeah. So. Um, at least good news, you'll have the football schedule tomorrow. We'll have nice. that. That's, that's just uh, something to pick you up. Just mark that for your calendar tomorrow. Um, so Spe- we got speaking, all that. Of, speaking of football, did you see the picture of, of Jeff and Brady at, at the North Carolina game? Okay, no. I, I saw that Jeff was there. I don't yeah. know that I saw uh, the picture. So the Little Men's Basketball um, Twitter account, they, they you know took a picture. I, and it looked like it was either after the game or when it was well in hand. And, and it was just a picture of, of Jeff and Brady. And they're sitting behind the bench. And uh, and, and it was a thank you for coming. And I, I will say, I think it's yeah. cool that, that they support, the, you know. The, Super cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I have, I take, I take no offense to them being there. And I think it's, I think it's awesome. And they looked about, I mean, you talk about a hostage picture. I'll find it and send it to you. I mean, <laughs> like, can you describe an NIL the first time? Yeah. I mean, yes, it, uh, second time I love the uh, NIL. Yeah. I love NIL. And they're yeah. sitting there and they've got this look on their face. Like, I mean, you know, Brady's pretty well disgusted, you know, and Jeff's <laughs> yeah, just sitting imagine. there. Jeff's just sitting there like, you know, and you can tell what from a competitor who hates to lose this sucks you know and i'm and, yeah. I'm, and I'm sitting right here in, in in the middle of it it was it was it's an interesting picture i'll find it for you and shoot well, it over jeff's to a fan i mean you know he's a fan he's yeah. been a yeah. fan since he was young I don't, i'm sure i mean if I he's mean, like us yeah for sure yeah. i mean the other part of it is i mean did kenny go to many football games i don't remember <laughs> maybe he did maybe he didn't i don't know it's i think it works both ways guys you yeah know? so i don't know maybe he did i just don't remember seeing too many shots of him in the crowd so no yeah, that and and you know you know, you had pretty Kenny. cool place to take recruits, you know. Well, and you had Ken, and you had Kenny talking about how he didn't want to use the transfer portal. Like uh, that's not how I want to build this the right way. And it, which, so the insinuation is, if you're doing it that way, then you're doing it the wrong way. And yeah, then you well, get, like, yeah, Baylor boy, they must have really done it the wrong way with all those transfers. Right, and yeah. then you get the football coach who comes Damn in thing. and immediately starts doing yeah. it that way and has the world's changed, dude. Yeah. yeah, the world has changed. So. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. There's 35 minutes of rehashing stuff. I, look, I knew it. I knew the one quote would just would, that's, that's what this would be. But you can't just ignore it because that's that's campaigning. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and not that's not all true. It's rewriting of um of, of some of that. So we'll continue along here. Two six seven nine six eighty. I'm gonna try to reset here in the break. Uh, see what we can do with that. Uh, don't forget about uh, our friends at uh, Vector Security. Uh, when it comes time to secure your home or business, they're gonna give you that free doorbell cam when you mention us. They have other offers, but that's the best one. Uh, it's gonna be the most value. So it's Vector Security. Uh, 77 for years ads security now vector uh and they're going to take care of you the way they've taken care of me for over a decade like 15 years at my house now uh and the same way at the station so online vectorsecurity.com get that free doorbell cam when you mention us and tell me you heard us talking about them right here